But Lord willing, there'll be no battles in heaven, will there? there no fights with the devil in heaven. No fights with the Canaanites and the Amorites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and, the, and all the ites around the land. <laughs> It'll be heaven. The fight will be over. We go to the fight, chapter 6 of the book of Ephesians. <clears throat> and the fight that we start looking at is in the mind. And we talked about last week the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation. <clears throat> That's what we started on last week. Protection for what we know or the salvation in which we stand. And we need to keep our minds. The head is a thing you don't want to injure. It's very important to have your head protected and the helmet of salvation is what we began to look at last week and this week we go on to what was in the outline from last week continued on this week and look at some of those things there as far as our thinking is concerned our mind <clears throat> who preached on this master hein on sunday night on Sunday, Troy did what he did, I did what I did, and Pastor Hind did what he did without talking to each other about what we were going to do. And it all fitted like that. And here we come again with this. We're not looking at it as Pastor Hind did, though we are looking at passages about our thinking, our heart tonight. <clears throat> and uh, one of the key passages there that Pastor Hind used is the renewing of the mind. When a person becomes a Christian, sanctification begins and keeps moving forward with the renewing of our mind. How we think. And I remember proteins from years ago. I don't know which study it's in, but it was all about the renewing of the mind. <clears throat> you are and we become what we think and what we think about and what we concentrate on. You know, if it's like Matthew 6 talks about, if it's mammon, that's our thinking, and it affects the way we live. In fact, it was Tuesday night too that that was brought up uh, uh, as well <clears throat> on the study last night. So let's pray and ask the Lord to direct our minds and hearts in his word. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the truth that you've written. You know our hearts, you know our minds, you know the way we think. Lord, there's not a thought that we think, that you don't know about. And Lord, we, we are concerned about what people hear, what we say, what the government might hear, what we say, but you know what we think. You know our motives, you know reasons why we think these things and do the things we do. I pray, Lord, that we'd be aware of that and so live our lives as very open before you because, Lord, these things are being recorded. Lord, bless the word to us. This day in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> is Does the Lord know what we think? Yes. Give me a verse then. Quote the verse. 
Yeah, it had to be a thought before it was an action. Thoughts are far off. Mm-hmm. He knows our thoughts are far off. So he states it clearly in his word. He knows our thoughts. <clears throat> so he knows more about, and he remembers them. <laughs> uh, if we confess those that are sinful thoughts, fine, but we um, need to get those things right with the Lord. Think about <clears throat> this helmet of salvation that we wear and we protect ourselves with. Some of these we'll be looking up, some, some we won't. Psalm 49. Let's look at this one. We'll turn to this one. Psalm 49, verses 6, 10 and 11. Speaking of the rich folks, they that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the, in the multitude of their riches. Verse 10, for he seeth that the wise men die, likewise the fool, and the brutish person perisheth and leaveth their wealth to others. The, their inward thought is that their houses shall continue forever and their dwelling places to all generations. They call their lands after their own names. Their inward thought is, and God knows it, uh, I'm proud about this place. Let's give it a name that everybody will remember when I'm gone. <laughs> and the, uh, the children get it and sell it anyway. <laughs> and seize the inheritance or whatever happens to it. But it, the rich and famous, it doesn't matter. You know, that wicked singer, that wicked fellow, Jackson, he, he built a land, uh, some land he had, and perverting ch children and all the things that he did at that place. Uh, <clears throat> named it after the name he wanted. He's gone, and it's become a desolate place. The, the rich and famous, that doesn't continue. The inward thought is. What's your inward thought? Proverbs 15.26 says, The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasant words. The thoughts of the wicked. Let's not think wicked thoughts. It's an abomination to the Lord. Romans 12 verse 3. For I say through the grace given to me, unto me, to every man is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Not to think more highly than he ought to think. What should make us think balanced and soberly as Christians in, in relation to God? His word. Yeah, his word. But what, what, did he, what has he done for us? Everything. He created us. He made us. He formed us. Intricately wrought in the lower foundations of the world, as it's said in Psalm. And <clears throat> we ought to think soberly. This ought to adjust our thinking I am what I am. I have the talents I have, the gifts I've got, and the opportunities I have because of God. Let's think soberly. Let's just level our thinking out here. It's not me. It's God that has blessed us. And if God has blessed us, let's use it for his glory. Um, <clears throat> the thinking, the thinking, this helmet of salvation that we ought to wear. I remember, and if Andrew's watching, he'll remember too. 
I've still got the evidence in the shed. We were going on a bike ride over Bright there, and he loaned a bike and a helmet. And I don't know what happened, but he, he got up and gave it a good, good push, all his weight on the pedal. I don't know if the chain slipped or that, but he went over, head over heels, right over the handlebars. <laughs> and the helmet's still there with the proof of it all, all dented and scratched. If he didn't have that helmet on, it would have been bad, wouldn't it, <laughs> Andrew? And about the same place, a year or two later, um, Brother Peter Hanna wasn't it, Tony? Yeah. And the same place. Yeah, that's right, just before the mid-stop that he, he come over the handlebars too. <laughs> so watch it. <laughs> Just before you rob him, that's it. <clears throat> but the, hel- the head was protected by the helmet. Having the helmet of salvation. Let's think right. Think soberly. Think balanced. First Corinthians chapter 8, verses the last part of verse 1 and verse 2. No- knowledge puffeth up, but... Charity or love edifieth. And if any man think that he knoweth anything, he knoweth nothing, yet as he ought to know. As soon as we elevate our thinking in pride, it's gone. We've just taken a dive into the pit of pride and we're in trouble. Charity edifieth, but knowledge puffeth up. Thinketh that he knoweth anything. Incredible things that they're finding out about. Yes, Ross? It says in Proverbs uh, 27, there says, A man thinketh in his heart, so he Yes, that's right. That's what we... I started with, the, with that verse of thought. It's a man thinketh in his heart, he becomes that. <clears throat> that way. If any man thinketh he knoweth something... The incredible things that we're learning about the place we live in and the universe around us. There's an old saying, a self-made man worships his creator. A man... A self-made, a self-made man. man. A self-made man. Yeah, okay. his creator. Mm-hmm. Otherwise himself. Oh, right, yeah. I was going to think, it's not God he's worshipping. <laughs> yeah. He's worshipping himself. Yep. And the things they're discovering within our own galaxy, the black holes that they've discovered, millions of them in the Milky Way, the size of the, gal- the black holes, they think they thought they could only be so big and now they've found them massively and stars are being swallowed up and sucked in by them, never to appear again. We don't know much, do we? <laughs> we don't know what's going on out there. And the, and the, and the rays from the sun... If they came through into the earth, we'd all be cooked. But the, the, the magnetic field in that sends them bouncing off again. And if the poles change, it, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> they say it has changed in the past. I mean, north and south poles with the magnetic field and how it protects us living here. Who put all these into operation? We're enjoying all the knowledge of God. But if we think we know something and puff it ourselves up, we know nothing. Isn't that exactly what God said to Job? When God came down and said to Job, you know, what do you know, Job? (laughs) And then Job said, oh, no, (laughs) I've been found out. I've been caught. (laughs) God knows. Where were you? What about the Leviathan? What about this? Can you tame them? Can you spear between his, his scales? 
Yeah, we must move on. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 3. <clears throat> Didn't have this one written, but... Keep our thinking right. So when we go off in our thinking, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We go off in our life. Galatians 6 and verse 3. If a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. <laughs> How many of us have thought ourselves to be somebody? Come on. It's only me. Thanks, Ross. <laughs> we all have thought ourselves to be somebody at some time. Didn't work. In, <laughs> didn't work. It might have been at school. It might have been in a race. We won the race. We, we did this, did that. And we go home. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. But when a man thinketh himself to be something. Let's think right. Let's think humbly. Let's think soberly. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 25. <clears throat> and as Pastor Hine did, he, he shot around here and there and everywhere. We're looking at these. This word think. That's Corinthians. Yes, when you think yourself to be someone. Huh? I like what the, Peter, uh, Paul said here. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For ye see your calling, brethren, that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. God hath chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And so he will and does. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. And the base things of this world and the things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and the things which are not to bring to naught the things that are. The humble things the meek and honest servant of the Lord, the one that's humbled himself under the mighty hand of God that God has lifted up in due time. So haughty thinking, haughty thinking, thinking some, thinking something of ourselves when we are, ought not to do that. That's haughty. The next one's harmful, and haughty is bad thinking as well, but harmful thinking. Psalm 10 verse 4 reads, God is not in the wicked man's thoughts. God is not in the wicked man's thoughts. He's altogether not there. <clears throat> Otherwise, he would start thinking about what he's doing and say, well, I've got to face God and answer for this. Those people that go out and murder, those, those is the Islamic people that, that murder people like they do, God is not in his thoughts. But he's doing it in the name of his God, isn't he? It's wicked, <clears throat> harmful thinking, and and you know all this all this teaching that or practice that they do in our courts. Well, it wasn't in his right mind. He wasn't thinking straight. Well, he, that's the way he learnt to think. He was on ice, so he was he was. What do they say? He was. Insane, yeah, yeah. He, he he couldn't control his. No, 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 no. You go back one further and say he took it. <laughs> he did that. He lived like that. He thought like that, and uh, try not not try to get off the hook on the judgment that comes. God is not in the wicked man's thoughts. Let's turn to Psalm seventy-three, and 
I'm sure maybe in life somewhere or sometime you found yourself to be thinking the same as the psalmist did in Psalm 73. <clears throat> From verses 1 to 22, he's, um, <clears throat> true the God of Israel, God, truly God is good to Israel, even to such as of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone, my steps had well nigh slipped, for I was envious of the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. <clears throat> for there are no bound bands in their death, but their strength is firm. They're not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued by other men. And so as the psalmist was thinking, he looked and thought, I'm disciplining myself. I'm doing without. I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> being thrifty in my life. But I look at these rich, these people out here that are unsaved, they have no regard for God, and they seem to be just going gung-ho. Everything seems to be going right for them. And verse 16, When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. Put on the helmet of salvation and thought, it's just too painful for me. I was just reading a few more chapters in John, uh, John Ridley's book there. And when he went out after he came back from the war, he then had six years of depression. It's called shell shock, if you've been in the army. And then he, um, then he went out against the doctor's advice. The doctor had given him free treatment because he was a soldier and the doctor was a Christian. And, and then when he heard that Ridley was going to go out to the western, western New South Wales and give the gospel to the outback people, he said... No more free treatment. If you go out there, you'll lose your mind worse. You'll, you'll put all those years of labour to try to get you back in jeopardy. But the Lord gave him verses and he, he went out anyway. <laughs> but he, he got out there and, you know, he had to have that helmet of salvation on because out there he was witnessing to one or two, like, you know, the Ethiopian eunuch and Philip, going from a place where great things were happening and called to witness to one. <laughs> and he's, they said... And they had a, 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 a horse-drawn wagon to start with, a big sign on it. And then he got a car, a, a Ford car, he said. And then the car went off the edge and over the edge. And the, he said, oh, you know, is the Lord in this? And how that turned to a tract. He took a picture of the car over the edge, a tract, and the tract went worldwide. And he got letters from all over the world of people got saved through the tract. But at the time, it went off the edge. I'm doing the Lord's work. And he starts questioning, you know, where's the Lord in this? And he put his helmet of salvation and trust the word that God would be faithful. And God was faithful. And he, he uses those milestones of mercy to talk about that. <clears throat> it's, a, it's worth the reading because it, it would touch some of us somewhere in many of the chapters. Um, <clears throat> so here is this person thinking, ah, but when I thought to know this, it was too painful. I don't, want to talk. I don't want to think about it. Lord, I'm doing your work. Why don't you bless me? <laughs> Until I went into the sanctuary of God. He put on the helmet of salvation. He, he went in to hear the word. And then understood I their end. Surely thou didst set them in slippery places. Thou, canst, thou castest them down into destruction. How they are brought to desolation in a moment. Let's think Right, <laughs> let's think about 
eternity. Let's think about the end. Let's think about meeting God. Not like the psalmist comparing ourselves with the prosperity of the unsaved. What, is the, what did the Lord promise us as Christians? Having food and raiment, we are to be there with content. And the Lord Jesus practiced that, didn't he? In Psalm 49 verse 11, harmful, another harmful thought is vain thoughts. Vain thoughts. A vain person, you know what that's talking about. Someone who thinks to self to be something when they're nothing, according to the scriptures we've already looked at. Matthew 9 and verse 4, the last half of that. Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? Harmful thinking. Of course, none of us have thought evil in our hearts, have we? Ha ha. We have. And we've thought of our own well-being or thought of others' destruction. And the Lord said, if you do that, it'll come to you. It'll come to you. Matthew 15, verses 8 and 9. But these, those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from where? The heart. And they defile the man. For out of the heart and the thinking proceeds evil thoughts, murderers, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Where do these come from? An evil heart. And out of the heart. And they can be our thoughts and they ought not to be. What does it say in the Beatitudes there if... We, um, you don't have to murder to be a murderer. How does it put it? First John three fifteen. Oh. No, no, that's the world. That one. Oh. Yeah. You're not thinking with me. <laughs> Can you think of that that verse there? We don't have to be a murderer, but if you think to do it. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. And it, it's like even not doing it, but hating the brother is a murderer, and no murder murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Don't think these these sort of thoughts. Yeah, hating your brother. First hmm. Corinthians ten or twelve. 10 verse 12, Wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. James 2 4, Are ye not then partial in your thought, in yourselves and are become judges with evil thoughts? Then it's a talk about the rich man and poor man and uh, giving the rich man an elevated position and we've become judges with evil thoughts. We have made the decision. Now, <clears throat> Every servant before God will be put up or put down by the Lord. Will we judge another man's servant? And the other man is the Lord's servant. Let's not be judges of those with evil thoughts. James 2.4 Matthew 6 and 31 says, Therefore be not anxious, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? And it goes on to give a list of things that we should... Uh, Take no thought of what shall we eat or what shall we be provided with. 
How are we going to survive this? Remember what the Lord said to the disciples when it came time to preach the gospel of the grace of the Lord. You know, prepare, take things. Gospel of the kingdom, don't prepare. Just go, don't worry. They'll provide, and if they don't provide, they'll be judged. But now we provide for our needs as we go, and we take thought. But here it's taking no thought. It's not to worry about the things in the future. Put on the helmet of salvation. And it talks about God taking care of what? The little, and they're all around your yard, my yard, and everyone's yard, sparrows. And, and something else. I saw some today, actually. The lilies. <laughs> the, lilies. <laughs> the, the, the lilies that grow. The Lord makes them and they spin not. They do not work, work or labor, but God meets their needs. Don't worry. <laughs> A carnal mind is enmity against God. These are all harmful thinking in the process of harmful, harmful thinking. <clears throat> We'll finish there as we'll just go another 10 minutes in the next point. But keep the thinking right. Put on the helmet of salvation. When we start thinking wrong and you know you're thinking wrong and the Holy Spirit convicts you you're thinking wrong, change your thinking. Is it hard to change your thinking sometimes? When the pressure's on? Yes, it is. I'm not saying it's easy. But get with God's strength. Start thinking about and meditating upon the things of the Lord. Start thinking about them. Start thinking about the blessings. And all the things that he's promised us in his word. Change the way you think. Let this mind be in you. <laughs> be renewed in your mind. <clears throat>